Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Welcome back to the group chat. I feel like we always like looking at each other to try and get on the same like the same, the same tone, the same tone, and melody when we say and, that, like, sing it at the same time. Um, I have an appointment next week, which when this episode goes up, I would have already been, but I'm actually booked in to get my lip filler removed, and I'm. Quite nervous because I'm like all the stories I've heard is they say it's very painful. But little backstory, I, I mean, I haven't like I've really only got it done a couple times, and the last time I've had it done was like over a year and a half. Like it was a long time ago now, and I've only ever gotten small amounts. I feel like you don't really have much. Yeah, like it doesn't really look. They don't really look like I have a lot in there, but. Something I've noticed is I, like, on the inside of my upper lip, I have, like, a bunch of, like, bubbles and, like, hard sort of little lumps. And at first I thought it was because I burnt my mouth because a few weeks ago I had a hot chocolate, scorching hot, and I sipped it and it burnt was it my whole mouth. And I was like, oh, maybe, like, it burnt the top of my lips and it just caused a bunch of, like, blisters up there. But then... I still have them and I noticed them in your, and it was last night when I was eating my dinner, I bit into like one of them and it hurts so bad. Oh my God. Like I, cause like they're quite, yeah, it's just, they kind of stick out a bit and I was like, that's not normal. <laughs> I don't think that's were, normal. Were they there before you like had your hot chocolate or whatever? Like I'm thinking I back. I don't know. Like I've never really taken notice of it. Like they probably have been. Because, like, I haven't got my lips done in ages, so there's no way all of a sudden they've just popped up. Yeah. But I've just not taken notice of it. And then all of a sudden I noticed it and then I was like, oh, that's that's random. I don't think they're meant to be there. And then I kind of, like, Googled into it a bit and I was like... And prior to noticing them as well, I've kind of been, like, contemplating wanting to get it removed because, I don't know, there was a couple things I noticed, like, when I smile and I was kind of like, oh, I don't really like mm. how that... You have mentioned that a while for a while. Um. So... Yeah, I'm kind of just keen to get it all out and removed and I'm not really going into it with the expectation to get them redone, but I'll just like see. I'm obviously, I don't know, like I'm I'm, I'm really kind of feeling my my natural self lately and, you know, get all my hair extensions taken out. I, I fake tan. I don't really like to fake tan that as much anymore, like maybe on the odd occasion. Um Mm. You know, my lashes, I don't get lash extensions anymore. Wait, that reminds me, I really want to touch on something after you're done talking. Um, I don't know. I, and like, I think I want to uh, just get my natural nails done 
again rather than yeah. getting long ones, which I do love my long nails, so I'm sure they'll come back. But I definitely feel like the natural I'm, look is I do in. feel like natural's coming back. And I feel like there's so many blondes that I know of. Like, even though you oh, dye yeah, your hair dark over hair as own, well. But, like, so many blondes I know of who were blonde and now brunette or, like, either their natural colour or dark. I feel like dyeing your hair blonde was so in, but like, I feel like now people are opting more for, like, natural. The natural, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone, like, so many people that I know of. Yeah. But on that topic, I obviously my boobs aren't natural and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. Thank you because I love them and I'm not taking them out. But besides that, mainly everything on my face. I mean, everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to quickly touch on when you were talking about like lashes and natural stuff. So anyone from years ago would know that I'm allergic to lash extensions. Like Ashley went through her phase of yeah. the big lashes and stuff. I lash honestly extensions. look back and I'm like, why, girl, did you have massive? They were. I thought the thick. same thing at the time, but really, yeah. And they you didn't w- say anything to me. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I just look back and I'm like, why? Why did you bother <laughs> when you have when you have such nice long lashes that you just grow mm. and get lash lifts and they look so much nicer. They were so thick though and like they drag your like eye down. Yeah. Like, and they're just they're so yeah, heavy. They, yeah. But anyways, on mm. that topic. So I've for years been like severely allergic to lash extensions where like my eyes will puff up like I couldn't have them. And on TikTok, I don't know if you've seen, but like I've seen some girl tagged me on TikTok but I've seen a couple people post about it who are also allergic to lash extensions where, like, like same allergy to me, like the eye swell ups. Like, it's a particular ingredient. But you, there's, like, this nose spray or something, which is for allergies that you can get over the counter. Like, it's a medicated thing. And you, like, kind of spray it on, like, a little spoolie brush and like or, like, spray it on your eyelids. Don't get it in your eyes. But this is based on the TikTok I've watched. I haven't actually tried it. But you spray it on your eyelashes and your eyes don't swell up. Like it stops the allergy. And like so you do it before you get your lashes done and then you do it after you get your lashes done and like maybe the day after or something. I can't remember what they were saying, but it worked. It stopped their eye from reacting or like there was no allergic reaction or swelling or anything. So I'm like... Part of me has, like, wanted to try <laughs> just for the sake of... I love the idea of, like, trying, like, just a really light set of lash extensions. Like, long but light. Not dark and, like, thick and heavy. Just something light and natural. Like, I love that. I just love the idea of trying it. <laughs> I love how you emphasize not dark, thick and heavy <laughs> like you used to Nothing, do. Yeah. Not that. <laughs> nothing wrong if you like that but just like I do love like you know my yeah I love my lash lift like like, my natural lashes now but lash lifts do really like damage my lashes I find lash extensions yeah but I don't know I just want to try it but I'm also too scared because I don't want to get down that expensive rabbit hole of lash extension addiction and like what I used to just keep it for maybe just give it one maybe just give it a go and like if I was going on holidays or something maybe like like a holiday it's so nice tropical holiday yeah so I'm like should I try and give it a go but then I'm like why would I go and spend money on getting my lashes done if I have to get them taken off the next day because my eyes swelled up so 
but if it, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's honestly like it's trending. I've seen maybe because I interacted with one video that I'm yeah. getting more pop up, but people in the comments are saying I've done this and it literally works. And like lash techs are also replying saying like, I do it on my, my, my clients and it works. So. Wow. I know. Maybe, maybe just do it as an experiment then. Give it a go. Maybe. Also, um, just quickly, super random, but I did a barista course just impulsively a few weeks ago and I Can forgot you give to us mention some facts it anywhere. That you but it was so interesting. Like, so I just did it like randomly, no reason why. I'm not turning, I'm not going to go and become a barista. I mean, I can if I want to, but I just wanted. Did you actually get a qualification out of it? Yes, I'm qualified barista. I have a certificate oh and everything. Like if I want to go, if you know, quarter life crisis, I don't know. So that's all it really takes to become a barista, just a what, one hour, one day course? Well, yeah, it was like a course. I mean, like technically you're not, you don't have to have, like the, you, to become a barista, like you don't have to be qualified or accredited. I I think she was I think saying, if you're working in a cafe though. By the government, like the government, it's not like, for example, a bartender where you need a certificate yeah. from like the government because people can die from like alcohol poisoning. Yeah. Like it's not like that. And I was like, I will do it with you because it was literally only like $200. And I was like, why not? <laughs> Just make a day out of it. And it was like a rainy day as well. And it was actually so much fun. Like if I had gone and done it on my on my own, I might have like been found a bit boring. Yeah, found yeah. It boring. But because we went and did it together, we had so much fun and like we got to like be on the coffee machine together and like we made like nearly 40 coffees a day like th- throughout the whole day because you're just like smashing through them like cuz they're assessing you and on all these different things. Um but yeah, it was it we it was such a fun like day. Like if and if anyone's out there and they want to do something, you know, whether you're qualified or not, it was just a fun little activity to do together. Mm. I wouldn't actually mind doing it because now that we have like our little at-home coffee machine, I feel like I'm a real like coffee enthusiast and like yeah, I, no, like literally, I want to be better and like improve and like learn actually how to do it because I'm just like mm. sort of following a manual. Yeah, no, well, like me and my boyfriend love coffee and like although we don't have a coffee machine yet because our place is quite small when we move into a bigger place like that's the first thing we want to buy is a coffee machine because we're just we're so we love coffee we love making it like we're just so passionate about it yeah and so now that I know like the ins and outs of like the coffee machine and like what it actually takes to make a proper coffee and like how just I know all the technicalities of it it's just so much more fun and I just yeah, it was, I just wanted to mention if anyone is out there and wants a fun little thing to do on a rainy day, go and do a coffee course. This episode for our TMI segment, we thought we would do a little call out and ask for anyone who has any around travelling or, yeah, I'm like just trying to any confessions traveling. I'm we have traveling. any horror travelling stories. I don't feel like we do and I feel like when we went to New York, I feel like we didn't really, apart from the many times we were like about to wee or shit ourselves because we were busting for a toilet. Oh my God. But when we were on the way home and we were in the taxi on the way home and the taxi driver was like yelling at us because we wouldn't pay 
Oh, him. oh yeah, he was. We were like driving there, and he's like, "Oh, can you pay me now?" We were literally while well, in like, the middle time, of like, the freeway, like the highway going what hundred kilometers an hour. Yeah, and he was like, "Can you pay us? Can you pay me now, just like to save time, like before, so we're not like wasting time when we get there." Even though we just had to hand in the cash, so like it wasn't yeah. going to take any time. It's not like, like he had to dial in. Like we were the just F-Boss like, oh, machine. we'll just wait till we get there until we stop. Like we'll just wait yeah. till we get. I was like, like I'm not paying you like, cash and we got to we got to stop and take. We got to stop and take the suitcases out anyways. Like that's going to take maybe two minutes, and like it's, it's not going to take mm. any more time to just hand the cash over. Yeah, and he was getting like so angry. He no, was, he was fully yelling at us. I thought he was going to start crying because he was like yelling. He was like just. Hand me and, like, the cash his right now. Like, just hand me. It just, it makes it so much easier. And just trying to save time. And yeah. It was getting yeah, so was flustered. Getting and flustered. we were like, we'll just, like, wait. It's, it's, we'll just wait till we get there. We'll just wait till the car yeah. stops. I was like, oh, I'll just hand it once I'm at the destination. Like, I don't really want to hand the cash over and pay you when I'm not at the airport, which is our destination that we want to get to. Because, mm. like, that's just sus. Like, I just thought it was so weird. Um. But, uh, yeah, we haven't really had any, like, crazy travel stories, I don't think. Yeah. Anyways, we did a call out asking you guys if you did. All right. Someone's TMI. Oh, my God. I fell over one night at the club and badly hurt my foot to the point where I was on crutches. Had to fly out to see my parents the next day, so went to the airport on my own. I got someone to help me put all my luggage through and was doing well. Then I was at the wrong gate. Tried to rush to get to the new gate and toppled over, smashed my face onto the floor and had a blood nose. <gasps> oh, my God. Some people rushed over to help me, but there was blood literally <laughs> everywhere and it was so slippery I couldn't get up, covered in blood and ended up missing my flight. <gasps> oh, oh, my, my God. God. What, and the luggage is on horrible. the plane. <laughs> that sounds like That sounds like a horror story. This was five years ago, but a memory that still keeps me up at night. Oh my god. Well, I hope your foot is good and your nose is good. And mm-hmm. imagine just like having blood, like a blood puddle. Or just like at this big scene in the, in the middle, middle of, of the airport. airport. Yeah. I'm just like talking about airports. I saw a TikTok pop up like the other day about how like it's such an ick. Like the people that stand right on top of the suitcase belt are like such an ick how people do that and like stand right there and don't leave like a meter gap. And then I was just like reading the comments and people, someone was like, um, just airports, airports in general, like everything people do at airports is just like an ick. <laughs> like what? I don't know. It's just kind of so true because like airports are just filled with like all sorts of people, right? I don't know. Just like everyone was talking about how like not self-aware people are. Yeah. And like, I feel like that really comes out at airports. Like everyone's just like in their own world and rushing and like, you know, just only thinking about themselves. Mm. I also on my flight home from New York, because I obviously it was like 23 hours of traveling. I wanted to like, you know, try and feel a little bit fresh, like before getting home, like wash my face and like brush my teeth and like all that. And I was going to do it on my 16 hour flight from like New York to Auckland, but I just didn't. Like, I didn't get around to doing it because, like, we pretty much were, like, asleep most of it. Yeah, we slept a lot of it. Even though that flight was so, so much nice. International planes are always so much nicer. And I think I just, like, assumed that the plane was going to be the same from Auckland to Brisbane. Like, that 
three-hour plane. It was just going to be like a nice big international plane as well. Bathrooms would be nice. And I'll just do it. I'll do it then, like right before I land. Anyways, I was on my my second flight, my last, the last haul of my trip. And I ended up being on like a small little shitty plane of like, it was like just the, the three seats aisle, the three seats. It was tiny. It was like packed with people the bathrooms are like tiny as well they're nowhere near as nice Mm. and I was like oh god how am I supposed to freshen myself up like it was tiny the bathroom um and so I took all my stuff in there and then I was like trying to wash my face and the sink started like getting blocked oh my god and you know when like oh god it was so so gross like I I didn't want to obviously fiddle with the drain because it was so dirty like there was I'm not even kidding like there was stuff blocking the sink and like you know when like stuff starts to come off from like underneath and like come up into the water and like it was just it was just like all dirty and then like oh my god that was like all the um what are they the hostess are gonna know that I'm the one that like blocked the sink and I was like trying to brush my teeth as well so there's gonna be then there's gonna be like all this foamy toothpaste in the water and like it was just it was so unhygienic and like just I really should have done it on my first big international plane that I was on because Mm. that plane was like so much nicer but yeah I learned my lesson with that this girl said yesterday my boyfriend and I were on a flight back from Bali and it was an overnight flight so my boyfriend was asleep and then I got up to go to the bathroom, also still being half asleep myself. I thought I locked the door, then I started pulling out my tampon when this random man opens the door on me. Oh my, wait, when you lock the door, doesn't the lights turn on? I thought when I you lock the door, the lights turn on. Yeah, so. but it depends who you're flying with. And I do think I've heard like some of the brands that fly to Bali, like the airlines aren't as nice. Yeah, so. right. I practically screamed and the man was just as traumatized as me. That why is that like my biggest fear on planes? Yeah, like just someone, someone walking the door. in. This was also the only toilet on the plane, so the line of people behind him also saw me. I tried to wake up my boyfriend and tell him, but he was still half asleep. I've been home now for one day, and every time I close my eyes, it's all I can think <laughs> and see. Love you, girls. I've been following you since high school days. Oh my god, OG. Yeah, I feel like going to the toilet is also on planes is like so intimidating because one it's not like broken up into female or male like oh you have you know like males lining up for the bathroom after you and like I I honestly can't think about it too much because it's just really unhygienic like I can't think about it too much because when I think about the fact that my butt cheeks is touching the same (laughs) seat that like all these other old guys or girls' butt cheeks are also touching it. Just, it freaks me out. <laughs> also, just quickly um, on the topic of... And I also feel like on planes, I also feel like everyone is watching you go to the toilet because everyone's seated down and you're the only person standing up mm. walking through the aisle to go to the toilet. And when we're on our flight back from New York, I got up so many times to go to the toilet. Mm. I also feel like just on the topic of airplanes, if anyone has done like a long-haul flight, like... I feel like it's just an unspoken, like, thing of it upsets your stomach. Like, everyone knows that flies upset your stomach. Well, hasn't people said that the aeroplane food has stuff in it to, like, have you not, have you, have you heard No. I've heard that aeroplane food has stuff in it 
to stop you from going to the toilet because if you were everyone was eating food and drinking, everyone would be needing to go to the toilet. What? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've not. I mean, heard I that can't before. obviously confirm that. But, but if anyone that's worked in fact the check that. Air, airport or like aeroplane department knows if there's like stuff in the aeroplane. Well, food. what I was about to say was like when oh, there's nothing worse than when you're on a long haul flight and you're sitting in this plane with like no airflow and like something just starts to reek. And like you know someone oh has my God. It. Yes. And like you can't you can't escape it. Like, like a random you don't know smell it just is. comes through. Yeah. And it's just oh it actually Because if you think about it, like, yeah, if you're on a long flight, like people are gonna need to like, you know But also like the plane is so loud, like you can't really hear if anyone does. But I also fart. feel like yeah, I also feel like it's just oh I, I feel so like people are also just doing silent, <laughs> silent bombs. <laughs> and then it just like fills out the whole cabin. And it feels so thick. Like it's like, ugh, it's planes. There's just no airflow it just, and yeah, it's really gross. So much about airports and planes just gross me out. Yeah, but it's got to be done. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to move on to our dilemma debates. So our dilemma debate of this episode is we thought we would like just throw a hypothetical question out there and it's kind of similar to I feel like growing up people like talk about this all the time but it's like that just it's like that hypothetical saying of like would you rather be rich but in love or Wait, no. Or, wait, sorry, no. I just I just, messed up. <laughs> I just messed that up. Would you rather be rich and lonely and lonely or, or poor but like rich in love or like, you know, with the love of your life? Like that saying. Like I feel yeah. like I grew up and you hear that saying, hypothetical. So we thought we would do a little if you had to choose one theoretically or the other, theoretically, love or career, what would you choose? I don't even know, like I haven't even looked at like the responses, so I'm gonna quickly pull that up right now. I am really interested to hear people's mm, opinions. Um, like, obviously, we all want to strive to have both, but this is just a hypothetical question. Yeah. So it's more just like if you had to choose one. I have like um, two different views on it that go like either way. Yeah. Because okay, let me just go into the poll first. So if you had to choose one, dream partner or dream career. said dream partner and then 32% said dream career. I feel like that comes down to a lot of the fact that we as human beings, we long for like connection connection and company and like and also like being secure in that family aspect and love. Yeah, yeah, like love and family and connection whereas – Career can come in so many ways. Like you can be successful and like have a successful career in so many ways in different paths. Mm -hmm. Like whether it was your dream career, you can end up in a different path where it still ends up like, you know, an incredible job or like, or you could still, because I feel like because you are with the love of your life and you're, you know, 
that part of your life is thriving and super happy, even though it might not be your dream career, you'll still love your life. Yeah. Because. Yeah. And well, that's what I was going to say. Like when it comes to like your dream career, like say you've got your dream career, is it going to be one of those things where As you're fulfilling. constantly, yeah, yeah, you're not fulfilled, like you're mm. constantly chasing for more, what's next? Or, yeah, or like you hit that milestone that you thought you would be happy, but you're not, like you want, yeah, well, you I want just another think, career like, milestone. I just try like, and think like, for example, say I was living my absolutely dream career, I was, let's say I was earning $5 million a year and like super rich and successful mm. and this and that, would I still be feeling happy and fulfilled because I've got like no one to share that that like mm. that with you know I've got no one to share to actually spend my time and I just feel like we get so much more out of human as being as human beings I feel like we get so much more out of you know real human connections and and love and like things like that than say materialistic careers or yeah. Or like money or things like that. Yeah. And I also it's more fulfilling. Yeah. Well, I feel like what I was saying before is your dream career really gonna like really gonna fulfill you. I guess it depends on what everyone's dream career is, but like there is so many out there where it's like no matter how rich you are or how successful you are, are you still at the end of the day gonna go home and like, you know, be able to sleep at night and be happy in your life. Yeah. I want to read through some of the responses because there was quite a few different. See, opinions. I would rather be. Yeah. See, I just don't think I'd. 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 I don't think I'd prefer being in my five million dollar mansion all by myself. You know. No. But then also, like, let's look at it from the other aspect, like the other end of the spectrum. Say you were to be with, like, the love of your life, but you're, like, sitting at home and you're not fulfilled. Like, some people are so career-driven and so work-driven. Like, that's Which, what that's keeps them going like every day. Yeah. And that's what, that's what they're so passionate about, gets them out of bed every day. If they were, like, with the love of their life and had their dream partner but, like, didn't have that career side of things, like, what would they be doing during the day that gets them out of, their, like, out of bed? Like, there is there is those people who are like that. I want to read through some of the responses because there's quite a few different ones. So someone said, there's more to life than a job, which is very true. Like, that's kind of what we're talking about, the whole human connection. And, and someone said, I've always been more focused on my career than getting married. Like if I'm at a point in my life where I feel fulfilled with my career, then I'll consider marriage. Bracket, I do still dream of getting married, but I'd rather focus on my career first. Well, I mean, like, fair enough. Like we're all at the age where like, like we're all working on our careers and mm. studying and stuff like that. Putting this in perspective, I'm already with my dream partner. However, if my dream career became possible, then I would take it and hope that my dream partner will follow or make it work. A dream, a dream isn't always realistic and right. I also, I feel like my, I feel like my answer to this would have been so different during a period where I wasn't in a relationship. Like, obviously, because I can't see yeah myself like with 
I couldn't see myself with anyone. When you're, you were or in... like, I was obviously very single. There was no one else I needed to like think about or prioritize. Obviously, my career was like my my whole entire priority. Yeah, and, and my... like you're kind of in your girl boss independent phase. Yeah. Which I feel, but I feel like now being in a relationship and like realizing how happy I am in that relationship, I'm like, to me, if I'm not yet at my dream career and I'm like still, you know, hustling and like working towards trying to just find what my job is or what works for me or this and that, I feel like I'm still so much more happy in your life, in my life, because and other I, aspects I, like, of your life. even though my career might not be thriving, I'm still like so happy knowing that at the end of the day, I get to come home to like someone that I'm just I so happy with and like in such a healthy relationship. And yeah. I'm like, I would never want to like lose that or give that up to go chase yeah. a materialistic or like career that might. You know, I and wouldn't want to sacrifice have, that for. And you can still have like a really shitty day, but like go home and like have. And still be so happy. And I know. Like, okay. Well, let know. me keep reading through the replies. It's nice to have your dream partner, but we all know that people and circumstances change. So a dream career is more reliable and can create the same amount of happiness as a partner can, as it's your dream. It's what you've always wanted to do. And even if you don't have a partner, you can still be happy within yourself and proud of what you're doing. But it can be controversial as you can have a dream career but be unhappy. Yeah. So as long as you're happy, either one. Yeah. (laughs) I get what she's trying to say. But that's what I mean. Like There is so many different opinions I chose dream partner because I think when you are with the right person, it motivates you to chase your goals slash yeah, career I aspirations agree with that as, well. as you want to be the best version of yourself. I know when I met my partner, I had deferred from uni and was in my party girl era and being with him motivated me to really get my shit together and create lots of goals with both my education slash future career and personal wise things such as gym etc I that's love so that nice. so much because I I so agree with that I think dream partner is more important because they can support you and grow with you until you get your dream career as well as good as money and a career is mental health is what helps you reach those goals and having a support system and rock is really going to help in the long run yes yeah. love you girls I originally chose dream partner but I think <laughs> I think (laughs) dream career because I feel like you could have best of both worlds if you focus on your dream career. Your person won't pass you by. If it means, if it's meant to be, you will find your dream partner no matter what. And I feel like working on yourself, on your own goals will attract your dream partner and they will come into your life when you're meant to, when they're meant to. A lot of very different opinions. Dream partner because I'm trying to be stay at home MILF. (laughs) My dream is to not work and be a stay-at-home cat mum. <laughs> Wouldn't we all love that? <laughs> stay-at-home dog mum. I voted dream career, but now that I think of it, I would actually rather dream partner. You would share lifelong experiences with that person, whereas a dream career, it isn't as special. Mm, would rather have a dream partner. Your partner is for the rest of your life. Your career can change many times and partner and family, etc., are much more important than working for the rest of your life. Mm. Someone said, I'm on the fence about this one. I'm a firm believer in everything happens the way it's supposed to. So even if I chose my dream career, I know that I would find someone who is meant for me in the end anyway, even if he ain't my dream person, in quotations, 
Likewise with my career, I know if I chose dream person, I'm sure I'd find another career I enjoy and be where I'm supposed to be in life. But I'm leaning more towards dream career because that is for me. (laughs) I will always have that. I worked for it and I wouldn't want to resent a partner down the track if they were the reason why I couldn't pursue my passion. Mm. There's so many views. I I love how deeply everyone's like thinking about it and like how deep everyone's responses are because it's just like a lighthearted theoretical question. Yeah, it's very theoretical. But like it's so interesting just how many views. Like Mm. someone said compromise career to be with partner but doesn't necessarily mean it's not aligned with your dream career. Someone said dream career because like your dream partner may not always be perfect and also you will find people along the way with your career, but you may never get the chance to do your dream career if you pick dream partner. There's just so many different responses and Mm. I just love it. Like so many different views on it. Anyways, I feel like let's stop rambling and move on from this. But I honestly could read through these responses Mm. For hours, definitely get, because, we definitely got you all thinking. Yeah, because I I love how many opinions were on that, and everyone just had something different to say, which I loved. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Let's move on to our advice hotline and answer some of your dilemmas. Before we start giving advice, please remember we're not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. Hey girls, I was wondering if you could give me some advice about my best friend and her boyfriend. They have been dating for almost a decade and myself along with all of our friends hate him. Bracket lol. That's a long time. He treats her terribly. He hasn't made plans with her in years and will only see her if she puts in the effort and organizes something. They live around the corner from each other but only see each other once a week. Oh, they don't live together. As he's either busy with work, friends or family. Bracket. Also, as a side note, he has a strict family so sleepovers are not allowed. (laughs) Even after 10 years? (laughs) He has never put her as a priority or even acts like he wants to be around her. This is crazy that this, it's like this after 10 years. Like Mm. maybe it makes sense after a year, but 10 years? They have terrible communication and she avoids any kind of confrontation with him because she has a strong fear of being broken up with, which makes a lot of sense around probably a lot of this, a lot of this uh, dilemma. When she said decade, is she being like, hypothetical like just or like joking legit no she said they've been dating for almost a decade that's crazy I think she prefers the pain of being with him rather than the unknown of being single which totally totally makes sense 
And on the other hand, I have no idea what he is getting out of this relationship and why he is also staying. From what I know, they are rarely intimate, so it's not like he is using her for that or anything. She is honestly a 10 out of 10 girl and deserves the world. Any advice on what I could do, what I could say to her in order to get through to her would be super helpful. This must be so hard to watch from like an an outsider's perspective. And I feel like yeah. I feel like it's it's really just gone to a point where they're just staying because it's comfortable and like that's all they know. And also, like I hate to say it, but she sounds like she she's probably been with this guy for so long. She doesn't remember what it's like to be single and she just and, doesn't know any better. Yeah, and like what you said, she probably has this fear of being on her own and being single and like cuz she's so comfortable. They've been together for so long. Yeah. She doesn't know any better and so, like, she will put up with things she shouldn't or do anything she has to for him to stay around and not leave her. And, yeah, it's really sad to think but maybe, like, her her self-worth is just so low as well that she thinks that this is all she deserves or that it's normal. Yeah. So, yeah, how can we get to her? I feel like there's – it's really hard being an outsider as well because it kind of gets to a point where it takes a toll on you – as watch. a friend as well, to watch as well. And I also feel like there's only so much you can do or say yeah. that, well, one, could get through to her and, like, actually, like, maybe help, but also without interfering with your relationship and, like, she might end up, you know, turning her back on you because you've just come and pretty much exposed her whole relationship and how you're unhappy with it yeah which she might be like well what is it your place to say that exactly yeah I think like it can be like being in a relationship it can be very insulting for like an outsider to come and try and have their say on your relationship but I feel like we need to find a way to do it to try and like just I don't know just lay it down like lightly and I'm not sure if any I'm not sure if you or anyone like around or your friends have said anything to sort of like, uh, I don't know, just dabble in a little bit. I don't know if anyone's tried to say anything yet or you're just like trying to work out how to. I feel like the only thing I can think of that you can try is literally just sitting down and having a conversation and that could go either way like Mm, I think she could either take that really badly and you're risking your whole friendship with her so you'd have to have a really good hard think if it's worth sitting down and doing that otherwise yeah the only other thing I can think of for you to get through to her if you really really want to and think it's out of her best interest is to sit down and have a conversation and say look I will you know like you can ignore me but like I just want to put all of these thoughts out on the table, yeah. I feel I also like you think need a bit of a wake up call and a just need to see it from an outsider's perspective. I also think we need to go into it with like, let's just try and you know write up a little a little message plan. But I think you need to go into it with some just some like disclaimers at the start. Like, I think just be very like soft and nice and gentle because if you try and go in with like tough love, it can be it can be very hard. Mm. to you know take in yeah and it'd be very hard for someone and it to might also that. not come across in a way that she thinks you have your best exactly best so interest. I think we need to, you obviously you just need to say that at first and be like I'm obviously coming from a place of love and like just being like 
you know, just genuinely caring about you and like as a friend, like, you know, just obviously having so much love for you and care for you and like wanting the best for you. This is like where it's all coming from. And you can obviously choose to completely disagree, but from an outsider's perspective, you know, you can just, you can just even like ask her, like, are you really happy? Like, you know, yeah, and does this literally relationship everything, fulfill you? Yeah, and, and everything you said to us, just literally say, you know, everything you said to us, just say that, like how he treats her or like how, you yeah, just, and just, there's just, just say, certain things that you don't think just say like normal, from or, like, yeah, from being her friend's perspective it's really hard for you to watch her be treated the way she does when you feel like she just deserves so much more than that, which I'm sure she she does. She probably deserves, you know, so much more from a guy than what she is getting. Yeah. And I think just, like, just, just try and hear her and, like, you know, don't necessarily try and put all of this words and info into, her, like, in her mouth as if, like, you're trying to talk for her, but, like, just sit and, like, just tell her that she's being heard and, like, listened to and, like, if there is anything that how she feels, just, like, sit and listen to her rather than trying to, like, throw anything down in her face. Yeah. Just yeah. just make sure she feels, like, heard and seen. But, yeah, all the best with that and hopefully, I don't know, hopefully it goes well because it's such a hard position being from, yeah. like, an outsider and yeah. having to watch. But all the best. Okay, this one is a long one, but we'll quickly like just skim through it as fast as we can. Hi girls, sorry for the long message, but I want to make sure I give enough context slash background info. I've been with my boyfriend for 1.5 years now. He's literally my dream boy and has literally, oh, has genuinely made me a better person. While obviously, like most relationships, we've had our hard moments and went through the typical rough patch after the quotations honeymoon phase kind of ended, but we worked through it and are in such a good place. Our communication skills are great. We both put in effort in all aspects and pick up the slack for each other when needed or when someone is struggling. Overall, I see myself marrying this man. We're 21 and have had many talks about our future wants and aspirations and both can't imagine doing life without each other. We met through mutual friends as well. Neither of us actually went to school with each other. Both of us went to either primary or high school with each other's circles of friends. So we both always knew of each other prior to dating, like mutual friend groups. Getting into the dilemma, in short, before I go into detail, it's about quotations, the one person, you know how there's always that one person in a relationship that one of you doesn't like or doesn't or makes you feel insecure, etc. That will probably always be that one, that person, and there is never anything your partner can really say or do that makes you feel secure. So we're dealing with that, that one girl. person. <laughs> for me, this person, for him, is actually someone he went to high school with and I actually went to primary school with. So I've always known and been mutual friends with her but never actual friends. All throughout high school, they were two people that over social media. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I find like this topic just so relatable. 
not for me, but just like in lots of aspects. In the universe, girl yeah, world. Yeah, in girl code and stuff. So I've always known and been mutual friends with her, but never actual friends. All throughout high school, they were two people that over social media always looked very close and they were best friends for a lot of that as well. And they were those people that other people would always comment on saying, when are you going to date such and such on stories? When it was popular to do the whole question box on Instagram oh, kind of so thing. So they were always hyped up. Yeah. So before going into the relationship, I already knew they had some sort of history. To give a little context about this girl, she actually gained quite a large following on social media. She definitely would fit into the influencer category, as in that's her main job now. She gets to go on brand trips within Australia, so she's doing well for herself. Now, as we all know, I'm sure you guys have experienced jealousy is a curse. Throughout high school, because we were in the same circle of people, you would hear how other people would talk badly about her or hate on her for what she was doing. This is all before even I was properly introduced or even knew my boyfriend, but I would always stick up for her, even if it was to my best friends saying to them as if you were given opportunities like her, you wouldn't take it and openly told anyone I heard hating on her that they were clearly just jealous. So she's always had this girl's back, pretty much. Since dating my boyfriend, He has been very open with me that they had history and were basically friends with benefits. While they never slept together, they did everything but, and I think from the sounds of it, they both had feelings for each other at one point, but at different times. Anyways, long story short, obviously, I love how it's always long story short, but it's so, (laughs) so long. Long story short, obviously nothing came of it and they just fizzled out, but remained pretty close. I was never really insecure about the two of them, One, because I've always been pretty secure within myself, but two, because everyone has history and I don't think that should be used against someone. What started my insecurities was on a night out not long after the start of us dating, someone that went to high school with two of them came up to me and said, in quote, I heard you were dating such and such. When I replied yes, instead of saying literally anything else she could have said, she replied with good luck with beep and said oh. the girl's name and walked off oh as if like as if like she's a known iceberg that's right like, that's waiting to wait how's this interfere? girl know? like what's this girl's history here to know don't that know. don't know well she went to high school with the two of them so she obviously knows more than what this girl does um that definitely that definitely is what planted the insecurity in my head. But since then, this girl, as in the one I'm insecure about, has done lots of things that has made me uneasy. Oh. Things such as on her social media, when someone asks her what her dream man is, she describes my boyfriend to a T, like not only looks-wise but hobbies-wise and even what he wears to this particular hobby. She has made another video on her social media before when it was the trend to make a video being like describing people that took up space in my mind for a certain amount of time and described him and their situation whenever it's a night out or a friend's birthday where we have to see her. She always gravitates towards him and wants to like sit down with him and just chat with him. I can remember at one birthday it was at a restaurant and we were at a long table at a sit down dinner. Mind you, like not standing up walking around social event 
And me and my partner were basically on opposite ends to her and she came over and kneeled down next to him on the side. I wasn't sitting and chatted to him on the side. I was sitting and chatted to him for like 30 minutes. She's very flirty in her personality, very touchy and always <laughs> finds a way to make the conversation Aww. personal towards him. Like we saw her recently at a party and she would be telling a story and within two minutes of the story she said things like, you would have loved it. <laughs> I kind of like want to know who it is. I feel like I'm fully invested in this story. Said to him, you would have loved it and grabbed his arm, even though there was like five of us there and you would have been so proud of me. Oh, my God. Again, only talking to him. It just leaves a really bad taste in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't respect that he's in a relationship or appropriate boundaries. My partner was good about it and doesn't talk to her over the phone anymore once we started dating, but obviously in social settings he can't avoid it. I also don't expect him to ignore her because I, one, would never want him to be rude and I don't want to be seen as the typical psycho controlling girlfriend. Uh, yeah. What I think – oh, my God, there's still like two paragraphs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, buckle in. Um. What I think makes me the most insecure is that they never dated. I know that sounds weird, but hear me out. I get what she's saying. Like, okay, if they the next dated, paragraph then... is basically her saying, like, she doesn't want him to be her what if or yeah, she's his yeah, yeah. what if. Like, like, if they had dated in the past, then, then you would feel confident in knowing that, that it obviously didn't work out and mm. that, like, that's it's finished, it's done, it's finished business. Yeah. But I feel like you probably feel like there's, like, unfinished business because, like, yeah. they never got to that stage. So it's like, yeah. yeah. And she goes, yeah. She goes, even though, yes, he has reassured me multiple times that it's not, that's not it. And there is so many reasons as to why they didn't work out. Talking about it with him almost makes me more insecure sometimes because when he says stuff like, I've cut her off for you, it just makes me sad because you shouldn't have to cut people off unless they are an issue. Like he has so many other friends that are girls that I've become friends with and aren't an issue, but she crosses boundaries in all these subtle ways. It just gets under my skin. Yeah. She's one of those people that I feel like if we broke up, he would talk to her again. And I hate that. It's like, I, oh, it's like, oh, I, yeah. so, I so know how oh, she's feeling right now. Yeah. It's like that's like, just horrible, horrible feeling. I just feel like it's one of those things where there is absolutely nothing he can say or there's no. nothing that he can do that would genuinely get that this like idea or just this yeah you know your obsession around yeah this out of your Mm -hmm. head like and like he's obviously reassured her multiple multiple times and does does everything he can right to to make her not worry but like it's just this girl it's like she just yeah just like that annoying fly yeah it's that annoying fly but i just can't get rid of yeah wait wait sorry there's more Anyways, I'm so sorry this was so long. I honestly think it's just trauma dump. It's actually made me feel a lot better writing this all out. Well, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. That I this do. Has I feel like you've probably been bit. bottling all this up. You know, you've got to journal mm. it out. And yeah, yeah. If anyone's bottling anything up, honestly, write it all in your notes. Just write all your thoughts and feelings in your notes. And I also feel like then or you're, send us a, you know, your send dilemma. it to us because <laughs> I feel like sending it to us. Then you're feeling heard at least. You're feeling heard that mm. someone's listening to you. I'd love understands. to hear your thoughts on this and what you guys would do or how you would act or even if you think my feelings aren't valid. I'm at the point where I almost feel like there's no point having another conversation with him because I think 
I'm aware there is actually nothing he can say to make me feel yeah, more secure yeah, about the situation. Yeah. I think what frustrates me is that, that I'm still going. <laughs> is that I just know he doesn't understand why I feel the way I do. I think yeah. he just thinks I'm jealous because of her social media following when it's far from that because like I've mentioned before, I've always actually stood up for her in that respect. It's just because she clearly crosses boundaries. I'm so nosy. I want to know is, who it is. Can you see her profile? No, it's on email. Oh, has he got Ashley a name? Ashley wants to stalk. <laughs> we'll look up her name. No. Um, um, okay, okay, okay. I feel like this um, is really relatable though. It is, it is. Early, especially yeah. in the early stages of your early 20s and dating. I feel like when it gets to this point where you have been reassured so many times and like it's not necessarily anything he's doing, it's just like this, this idea and insecurity in your head, you just... Like you got to, you're you're wasting so much of your energy from this relationship on this situation. It is drain. It is so draining. And like, I think you just need to remember that at the end of the day, you're the one dating him, not her. Like, he has chose to be with you. Like, every single day, he is choosing to be with you, and yeah. he's reassuring you that, that that he you know wants to be with you. But uh, like, one thing for me. Is just like I feel like is this one of those situations where, like what she was saying, if they were to break up, you know how there's always that saying where it's like when you, there's always the one they told you not to worry about, but then when you break up, that's, ex- that's who, who they, they go, go straight to, to. Straight yeah. to. Yeah. Which that's what that's what's dwelling on her. I yeah. feel like, but but I also feel like you can't worry about something that isn't. There's not. Exactly, you're worrying. Worry about yeah, yeah, you're like, like worrying about something that just isn't even real, real life, or yeah. not even realistic. It's just these intuitive thoughts that you're having, and you're just obsessing on them. Yeah, and I feel like you just really need to be present right now in the fact that you're dating him, and you know, you guys have this amazing relationship. Do not let her like come in and ruin yeah. it for you, like. Oh, it's so annoying just thinking about. And yeah, maybe she. How much? Know, maybe she is like, kind of doing little things, with not good intentions or just you know. Yeah, I feel like as much as it would just constantly dwell on you, don't worry about anything before there is something to worry about. Like, you know, let's say worst case worst case scenario, you were to break up and he goes running straight to her. That sucks and it sucks because you've had this gut feeling this whole time but until that actually happens, you're wasting all of your energy worrying about it going to happen and creating this whole scenario that hasn't actually happened yet and there's nothing to worry about. So be like that's really the most you can do right now. Like you can't go and and just end your relationship with no facts or because I mean – I don't know, can you have a conversation with this girl and say, like, I don't know, would that make things really awkward? <laughs> well, I feel like, you know, he's doing everything right that he can do. He's reassuring yeah. you and, like, he's not doing anything to obviously entertain it. And so you just need to really put, like, your trust in him and, like, trust that. Like, yeah, she's kind of being really annoying and, like, do- doing some very nice things. But I feel like you just can't be threatened by mm. by her because you're you're the one dating him and like I feel like eventually she'll fizzle 
I don't know. And I maybe, could be wrong, maybe but it's like just, eventually she maybe will like, get over Maybe it. she's single right now or something. So like you see yeah. her more of as more of a threat, but like I feel like maybe eventually like she'll move yeah. on and stop this weird stuff. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But yeah, I think one, don't worry about anything before there's actually any facts or anything to worry about. If you wanted to, you could try and have a conversation with her and say, hey, look, like this, 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 this and this, I don't feel comfortable with. It just feels mm. a little bit like personal. So you could try and have a conversation with her about it, but I do think that could maybe not not go the way you want. I think that could end up making things worse. But yeah, um, I do think that I just you think there's need nothing to really more you can try do. and be as confident in yourself as you can and yeah. like just confident in the fact that you're his girlfriend. He's choosing to date you, not her. Mm-hmm. So don't like let her come in and threaten you and like try and bring you down thinking that you're not worthy to date him and like, you know, yeah. because it's just, it's, yeah, it's really like, it's not. Yeah. Just keep being confident and secure in yourself. That's really all you can do. And if it feels, makes you feel any better, just blurt it all out into your notes and like journal it and it kind of also doing that helps you like see things from an outsider's perspective sometimes. Like it helps you kind of like see everything as it is and rather than just like having everything running through your mind like 100 kilometres an hour or even talk to someone, like talk to a friend or something and just rant, have a rant. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like at the moment there's not really anything you can do other than just like being confident in yourself and yeah and you guys have been together for what a year and a year half, half like yeah. yeah I think you just, probably you probably definitely see her more of a of a threat if she's single right now and it looks like she's probably you know she's obviously not secure in her dating life and mm-hmm. things like that so all right that was a really long one and we do have more dilemmas but I feel like we're gonna have to save it for next episode because we this was been a long one mm-hmm. let's move on to our hot or drops live what have you got a hot or drop for this i have episode? a hot this episode and i did briefly touch on it in our youtube video but i wanted to touch on it on here time shifter it's an app basically when you're traveling for long haul flights or like going through different time zones it's an app to kind of prevent jet lag and it is I have to give it the credit it is really good and did I did follow it, it I followed it a few days before my, leading up to my New York trip and then coming home as well and it kind of just like sets you up for just little things like you know how your what's it called your cir- circadian circadian rhythm oh, I have no idea so your circadian rhythm is kind of like how your body kind of levels its rhythm. I don't I don't know. I don't know, but like <laughs> I don't know. it basically helps with like jet lag pretty much and right. like kind of beating that the best you can. So it literally tells you like when to have coffee, when to not have coffee, when to see like direct sunlight and like wear not wear sunglasses or when to like dim the light and start getting ready for bed or like wear sunglasses and avoid the light and like what time to go to bed, what time to wake up. Like it is so in-depth and like kind of science-driven 
in a way to like help you beat jet lag. And I I have to say like it did was pretty good. Like whenever I've traveled long haul flights from London, I struggled. Like going to London and coming back, I really struggled with jet lag so bad. But yeah, this trip I was pretty good and I'd like to try use this app if I was going to London again because I feel like that's the worst time zone shift. So I'd like to see how it works with that. But, yeah, if anyone's doing a long-haul flight or travelling, definitely check out the app because it was really good. I have also got hot this week. I wasn't sure if I was going to do this or not because I haven't really had been able to use it that much yet because I'd been away. But the week before I left... Every Sunday I like to go to the markets because it's like our favourite little Sunday activity to do. And we bought a product while we were there. It's called Blend 11. And my roommate has also been using it for like ages now, but like we've just started using it. And it's like a blend of like a bunch of different seeds and superfoods. And you like soak it for a few hours in like some water. And then once it's sort of like soaked... It's got like a bunch of, I don't know, seeds and supermoves. So like there's chia seeds and there's coconut flakes and like um, goji berries and like just so many different things. Um, and then so once that's been soaked, we like to put it with like a bit of coconut yogurt and it is actually so good. And it's like marketed as... Wait, it tastes good? It tastes really good, but it's also really good for you. Like it's marketed to be like really good for your gut and like your... Your bowels. Your bowels, basically. Like, what you're supposed like to have, like, the best stuff. Is it meant to be, it? like, a greens powder kind of vibe? Like, no, it's not really got vitamin or, like, it's not really, like, a greens powder. It's just got, like, superfoods. Mm. But, yeah, it's kind of – it's really good. It's, like, a meal that we're really enjoying at the moment. We just have a little bit on top of our coconut yogurt with, like, some honey. Oh, my God, also bee pollen. I don't know if you've ever had it. I've seen it on TikTok. I've seen it on TikTok too. That's what I thought as well. Well, I mean, I'm kind of trialing it now, but I also bought some bee pollen from the market. So I sprinkled. Can you buy me some, please, when you go to the markets next? Because I want. Surely there's somewhere here. You could just get them from like a supermarket or something. No, I haven't found any in Sydney. Like a health food store? No. But um, you just we sprinkle a little bit of bee pollen on top as well, which bee pollen is supposed to have really good benefits, like good for inflammation. And mm. somewhere else on TikTok that it makes your boobs grow, but I, I don't did know. see that. I don't and know how I that will is. try anything to help my but, boobs grow. So um, yeah. So <laughs> wait, that's I did say in New York your boobs looked big. Really? No, I think that oh, was just a wearing a tight and top. The tight top that I was yeah. wearing, and it also helps that they are fake. So mm. <laughs> yeah, not yet sure about the the boobs growing but it's kind of just a little meal I'm enjoying at the moment and yeah it's just called blend 11 so you can anyone up if, you, struggling with their if you're constipated or <laughs> need some superfoods in your diet this is going to conclude our episode for today and thank you guys as always for joining and we Hope to see you next week. If you'd like to send through any of your TMIs or dilemmas, send them through to our Instagram or our email and all the information will be in the show notes. And we'll see you next week. Right, bye. Bye. You have now left the group chat. (laughs) 
Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. 